When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. When your coffee is freshly roasted and ethically sourced, it's music to your ears. Shake up the way you wake up the King's Coast Coffee. It's finally here, Tim. Yeah, yeah, it's here. Episode 100. And Andor. Oh, yeah, that too. We got booty calls, brothels, swearing. And then we also watched Andor. No, that was, well, yeah, sure, that works. Uh, uh, Welcome to episode 100. Of Star Wars and Scotch, this episode is uh, is uh, going to be a little racy because uh, Andor was a little racy, but uh, we'll talk scary. about that in was just that a, a minute. <laughs> there was a pre and post sex there was, scene. There was, well, and there it, was no, there was no like post sex cuddles. It was just like it was after. She had no pants on. The dude's name's Tim with two M's. I two M's. Two M's. Two M's. Well, he's he's dead. So, he's, um, oh, spoilers. <laughs> Well, that's, I would hope that if you're listening to this episode, you know that there will be spoilers for Andor. So Tim, with two crap. M's we didn't dead. really like we didn't like really warn anyone. I again, like, come I, on, episode one hundred. What if it's like their first time? Like, oh, cool, a Star Wars podcast. Well, then they'll never listen to us again, oh. or they'll start listening afterwards. Anyway, well, uh, hopefully, before uh, you leave, before you turn off the podcast, you head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com and order your freshly roast to order coffee. Uh, I'm sipping on our roaster's choice, which is like it's like Russian roulette, really. When it comes to coffee, you don't know what you're going to get. I'm also having roaster's choice today. Excellent. So. Uh, Wayne's really been killing it lately with the roaster's choice. I really enjoy it. We're also getting ready for fall. Uh, yeah. Thursday tomorrow. Tomorrow uh, we will be switching over to our our new our our new our uh, our seasonal fall roast. Yeah, the autumn. That one's good. That's a South waves, American right? roast. That one's got like uh, those are like really like it's good like holiday notes too. It always brings out the fall. Fall's coming, Kevin. We got lows of we got highs in the eighties next week. Mmm, I love this. I time love of that. Year. See, this is this I is the love problem. this time of year. Welcome to Florida. Fall. Fall to yeah, fall to you is the eighties. It's just yeah. like summer, and then I get a little bit of fall and winter in December, January. There's a high of eighty-two in the seven-day forecast, Kevin. Like that's a big deal. You know when you can like smell the air changing a little bit. Like that's what happens when I open up the, the a bag of Kings Coast coffee. So head on over to yeah. kingscoastcoffee.com dot com and uh, you can get a north. little 
a little bag of a little bag of 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 fall air in in every bag of King's Ghost coffee. I need to right from right from Long Island, Long Island air in every bag. <laughs> Market it like that. Yeah, get a little bit of Long Island air. A little bit of Long bag. Island in every bag. What does oh, that mean? God. What from Long Island's in there? The air. At least, as long as you don't say uh, in Long Island, we're good. <laughs> it's the air on Long Island. On Long Island, the air is on <laughs> Long Island at all times. Uh, so we we got our first three episodes of Andor. Three episodes that was that was a, essentially a movie. I understand why they made it three episodes. As soon as I two. got through the first two episodes, I said, "Oh, I understand why they made it three. Because if they would have done that, if they would have spent three weeks releasing that, I would have flipped a goddamn table. Well, originally it was supposed to be the first two episodes, so we would have ended. I still would have weird... flipped a goddamn table. Those first two episodes ended at very weird spots. Yeah. Too. The, uh, so, so that was one of the things that I wanted to mention with this. We want to like jump right into it. The cadence is very odd, and it's because it's yes. broken up. It's segmented. If they wouldn't have segmented it, if it would have just been one long run from like start to finish, I really would have liked it that way. If episode one was literally those three episodes just smushed together, it would have felt right. But the way they break it up with like a cliffhanger to just, you know, you're going to go watch the next one. And that's why it felt awkward because there wasn't enough to be like, ooh, what's going to happen next week? And it was just like, why can't we just keep going? Um, So that was like, that was really the biggest negative for me with this so far was just the cadence felt awkward. Um, I, so here's my thing. This is the problem with the TV show versus movie idea. Yeah. You essentially got an hour and a half worth of content, which was an hour and a half worth of world building. Right. So rather than break it up into half, I don't see my point is this. I don't see the point of breaking that up into three episodes. I think no, you could have just had a premiere of one episode. Yeah, I really would have liked that. It and felt so, like and fl- also fluff with everything they completely. I feel like they kind of played us with how they're doing the storytelling where they were like it was going to be like segmented into like three parts. And I think what's going to happen is it's not that it's segmented into like three parts because I thought because I always felt like when we were going to go back in time, we were going to see like early Cassian and then we're going to see like middle Cassian and then we were going to go and see like right before. And it seems like what's happening. So we're at five BBY. So this is five years before the Battle of, of Yavin. And so that so so Obi-Wan has already happened. Um, so like if you're looking in chronological order, so Obi-Wan has already happened. Um, Ben's already fought Vader and everything. So now we're a little bit farther. So, so Roken, we have no idea what happened to him or any of those guys. Um, and so, but now we're also getting flashbacks. So now we got all of past Cassian. So that we're going to, I guess we're just going to keep going back in time to play into current. And that's just how they're going to keep going. Cause it seemed, it seems really strange. Like I, I wasn't really sure. Cause it, they, they really made it seem like it was going to be segmented, but it seems like Luthen and Cassian, so Luthen is what's going to get Cassian into the uh, into the, the the a part of the the, the rebellion. Like he right. is the door. He is who opens up the whole possibility of Cassian going and fighting against the the Empire. Um, but it's constantly we're getting the Cassian backstory while we're also getting pushed into Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So I mean that that's the kind of that, so I I don't know how they're going to continue telling that story for two seasons. I mean, very interesting. The potential for it is there because they have a a long way to go when it comes to 
the story they have to tell. We know the story they have to tell. It's not like it's this foreign story. I almost felt this is a weird thing for me to say, but I'm going to say it. I almost felt like it didn't it didn't feel like Star Wars. It felt like another sci-fi adventure. Yeah. And the only was... things anchoring it were Cassian. Yeah. And B. Oh my god. Okay. B is so cool. B2 yeah, Emo. <laughs> B2 Emo, E-M-O yes. is his name. And I freaking love him so much. My new favorite robot. They keep on getting better. I feel like every like every like new iteration of like a Star Wars story, we get better and better droids, which is fantastic. Um, I think you're right. Like there wasn't really a lot in this show other than a few like alien races that we've seen before, but a lot of the alien races were new to me. Um, things that just, that just did not look familiar. Um, and there was a lot of humans. There was a lot of humanoids, which I was, was very interesting as well. Um, so part, we get, part we get of a my lot of new planets, which there's a lot of new. So, I, so you're was, right. That's yeah, my there's, point. A lot, there's a lot of new, there's a lot of new planets. Um, there's a lot of new, just, uh, just a lot of new, which is cool because it feels like in a lot of Star Wars stories, it's a lot of recycled content that is put back in because it, it continues to make it feel familiar, right? But at right. the same time, at what point is it too much? Like when, we, when have we, we've seen the same thing over and over again? So I really appreciate that. And when I was watching this, a lot of it comes down to the lens that they shot this through. It's very grainy. It's very gritty. It's dark. The colors are dark and dreary. Um, it, and so it, it doesn't feel like Star Wars for the most part because Star Wars always is very vibrant and it, it, it's, it's shiny and all this stuff. But this was all this um, even a, a lot of the uh, what is this plant? The first planet, Kevin, with the um, like I'm trying the, to remember the name the employees. of it. It's like pre pre whatever, whatever that planet is. That felt very imperialistic. It felt very almost like like Nazi Germany to a certain degree. It was just it was that crazy. reminded me of uh, what were they called in the old Republic? There was this corporation, Circa Corporation that like ruled all these planets. They controlled all this mining. Well, that's that's and, how they, that, I mean, that's essentially how these guys came across. That's that. That was the vibe I got from them. So that was they what called, I, I mean, like those sold the, the, the guards are called corpos. I had the, the, the subtitles on just so I could try to like figure out everybody's names same. and what they were called. Uh, I think they're called corpos. Um, so like a part of a, cor a corporation, cause everybody was, when he walked into the brothel and he was mm -hmm. like, no credits. So you didn't have to pay for it. You didn't, you didn't pay for the sex and everybody's you know, an employee of that planet. And there's different planets. Well, it seems like the way they were setting up the structures that each planet has a number. Morlana one was the name of this planet. Um, so it seemed like a red light district situation with those bubbles. When you were walking in, it seemed like one of the, there were droids in there. Like it seemed like whatever your taste was. Yeah, it was wild. I love that they const they constantly allude to the fact that people fuck droids in in Star Wars. You realize yeah. that, right? Uh huh. Well, yes. Lando and it'll, so it's a little it's interesting. Uh, so it was like a red light district. So my whole thing with that was they were trying to be I don't say edgy. That's not the right word, but they were trying to show you the no. It was dark, dark side of the universe right off the bat, which is great. Uh -huh. We need more of that. I actually thought it was Corellia with the way the walkway was set up because it looked like the walkway um, from. Uh, solo and then or the, yeah. the one that you drive down or I thought it could have been where Ezra's from I forget the name of the planet Lothal. Um, Lothal also has one of those long runways but this was completely new so um, I don't think it was free because in the next scene with the little douchebaggy uh, corporate guy 
uh, and his boss, when the boss was like, just cover it up, tell him it was an accident. He mentions that the brothel was expensive and they probably shouldn't have been there in the first place. All right, right, right. Well, then what was he saying for no credit? It was, it was weird. Like, but I, I had a hard time understanding like the 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 structure of that planet. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah. that's so cool. Like, and so like you've just like you've you've made me curious about a new place. And so now now we have an entire new opportunity to tell a story around that place, which is cool. And then we're getting flashbacks too, though. It seems like he lived in this like Lord of the Flies community. Yeah, so that was really on this abandoned Imperial mining planet. I forget no, what the I'm, name of it was. It started so, with K. Well, yeah, at that point, yeah. Um, so it wasn't Imperial; it was Republic. So the Republic had come. Republic, in, yes. So either the Republic was was mining that facility, that that planet to the to the ground, or it was the. Um, it, I mean, it could have been the separatists. Well, they I, said that, the Republic is coming after the after the ship crashed. Yeah, but that ship just crashed there. I don't think they had anything to do with actually going to that planet. So I'm still trying to figure out what, what happened to that to that planet because in after in um in Catalyst that would have made sense because of the Empire, but it's too far in the past. Um, at that point, so I mean, like Cassian was a was a was a kid, so that's probably you know, ten fifteen years in the past. So the Republic was. Well, damn. No, because the Empire hasn't been around that long. I guess it could have been at the beginning of the Empire. I'm trying to find the name of the planet. It started with a K. What was it? He said K it K many K times. How are, uh, yeah, especially Kadar. towards the end when they were looking for him. Um, uh, I'm trying to find when he talks to the, the lady of the You know what? I, I had this great idea of having a notepad. But I was up at 5 a.m. and I was like, do I really want to turn the lights on and have the TV on? Yeah, I had a blanket over me and like it was a whole thing. I wasn't getting a notepad <laughs> out. My like, phone was really all the way notes? over there. So I couldn't get up and get it. It would be too much. I did I write just, down booty calls, brothels, and swearing for the opening because that was I had, perfect. I had, a, uh, I had this like, grand idea. I was like, oh, I'm going to get up and I'll turn my camera on. I'm going to do a watch party, like record it, and I can upload it. And Paul will love it. And I just like, I woke up and I was like, this is a stupid idea. I'm just going to go send a camera. No, no. Uh, anyway, yeah, so it might have been a separatist. They say at one point it was an Imperial mining facility that was abandoned, though. Yeah. So maybe so like, because Republic came to Imperial, it, it's all the same thing at the end of the day. I'm not really sure on that one. Also, they were yellow. Did you notice that? Yeah, I noticed that, too. So but so they, there was something there was some type of uh, toxic gas that was coming out of that. Ship Saw that when the kids yeah. were walking down and they had like. Some of them had the gas mask, but it didn't seem like they they were all able to get it on. So they're um, when the when the door opened up, you could see all this like yellow gas kind of coming out, and it seemed like that's what yeah. changed their skin because those were those were those were just Republic officers, and they they were all humanoid, so they they weren't yellow skinned. I think the gas turned their skin yellow. I think that ship was attacked by pirates, like Hondo. So, oh, that would be so fucking cool. <laughs> Hello, Cassian. <laughs> <laughs> that would be so dope he would be so out of place in the show though <laughs> oh very much so he's comic relief that's all he ever is except when you first first meet him in clone wars but aside from that he's just comic relief in clone wars he's a dick but he's a funny dick it's true um my obi-wan my friend um so Pinari. yeah it's canary thank you there we go so Thank you, Wikipedia. They've already have it updated. <laughs> and his his adopted mother. Yeah, uh, that's uh, Mrs. Dursley from Harry Potter. She got old. She's, 
she's like hiding it. And I'm trying to figure out why, and I'm sure they'll get more context to that, because she seems like dead set on the fact that like no one should know he's from that planet. Yeah, I think there's more about Kanari than than really what meets the eye, and and his sister seems to be like a, a big part of this as well. And so he hasn't seen her since he was a little kid when he left her to go on that little mission. Right, and apparently um, she worked in that brothel that we saw in the beginning. Maybe we think potentially. we're not sure. Um, but yeah, I think Kanari is going to be going to be pretty important. Um, they always said that he was from Fest, which I thought was that. Like, I mean, and Fest is a, is a canon planet. It's over by Dantooine, so that was like one of the only things from the episode that was recognizable as a place that we know mm-hmm. yeah, from other material. Everything else was pretty much new. Yeah, uh, even um, the droids were new. interesting. <laughs> like everything was new. It was so good. Art. The, like the the even the the one thing that I thought was a clone uh, dropship wasn't a dropship. It was from. Uh, it was from the little security guards. Those little so, drop pods. What's the name of the planet he's on now? Ferrix? Is that what it's called? He's on Ferrix right now, yeah. So Ferrix seems to be under the control of this corporation, but the corporation right, seems to be like, govern yourself, deal with yourself. We don't want any part of it. We're going to say we own you, and they probably collect taxes. They probably taxate like the planet or something, but they're, the, yeah. so that entire planet seems to be just like a salvage yard. It seems like all yeah, they do is just one big junkyard, and they're just that's all they do. A blue-collar planet where people just have jobs, work, drink, enjoy life, and, and exist. Yeah. The Andor seems to have followed in his mother's footsteps and is, you know, somewhat of a – what's the word I'm looking for? He's 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 working the system, but he he's owes people money. Yeah, he owes people money. He's yeah. – all of this stuff. I, I uh, really his, like how he's constantly lying. And you can always tell when he's lying. And, but, like, it's, it's done in such a way where he, like, the conversation between the two people is believable. But you can see that he's really struggling with this idea of always trying to keep the lies and trying to remember all the things that he has to say. And, like, that, mm-hmm. I, really, I really liked that. Is it, it, was, it didn't just feel like normal dialogue. Like, it really felt like he was, he was struggling with all of these things that he had to, like, keep up with and, and trying to keep everybody happy and trying to, like, keep his ass safe. Like, it was, it was well done. The acting's phenomenal. This, this, uh, this, this little asshole from corporate, uh, whatever they were called, uh, I can't find his name anywhere. They mentioned it once in passing. Um, he... <laughs> He's such a like he's that guy. I don't know if you, you've never really worked in a corporate corporate environment. He is the guy that everybody can't stand because they will kiss ass and do whatever they need to and step on whoever they need to to get to the top. Now, the older gentleman who I love that actor, by the way, that is his boss was basically saying, like, this is the best way to handle the situation, given the mm-hmm. dynamics, given it, like, make it look like an accident. They shouldn't have been at that brothel in the first place. They shouldn't have been drinking because they were on duty. Like, all of this stuff. Yep. And he's he and he's is right. now made, he's 100% correct. And now, look at, he was like, oh, no, I'm going to show him. Yeah, and now how many of them are the rules, dude. Now, how many of them are dead because of all of this? Mm-hmm. Uh also, Cassian shooting the one guy point blank was the most Dude, un-Star we Wars thing ever. opened up with an assassination in the first five minutes. Yeah, that was that was very not like Star like, Wars. So again, the darker tone. Right in the forehead. That was wild. I thought he was going to pistol whip him and walk away. Shot him right in the face. I was, I, I've, mm. honestly, I think that was as dark as seeing someone's head get lobbed off. 
But honestly, honestly, I think it's darker because usually when when a stormtrooper gets its head lobbed off, the head doesn't fall out of the the helmet. So it's just the helmet. No, they keep the helmet rolling, and they we never yeah, see any. But I mean, anything. like, I mean, you you saw him put the gun to his forehead, and you hear the body slump over. Like it was it was rough. It was dark. Yeah. So honestly, the the way they filmed this remind me of like um uh like a like a Saving Private Ryan almost kind of like vibe. Like it had like this war wartime kind of movie vibe to it. And I really liked that. Just felt it it felt like one of those like just action adventure war movies. Like a like a U571 or like Saving Private Ryan. I keep on getting that vibe. This Imperial transponder he has, is that something he got from his mother, you think? Okay, so no, no, he literally tells him what he does. He says there's so oh, when he says I walk in and no one notices. Says, I didn't know if he was just saying that like no, you know, no, like, I think this is how so I get what I get. Also, see a flashback in the trailer of him getting like putting on an imperial suit and whatnot. I wonder if that is going to be like him telling the story of what he did to get it. Because Luthen keeps on asking him, "How did you get it? How did you get it?" Because he knows that he is when 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 she, when Bex told Luthen what he had, he immediately wanted to come. He immediately wanted to come see Cassian. And because mm-hmm. he knew something like that, there's no fucking way that anyone could have actually gotten that unless right. it was legit. And if someone legitimately got it, that means that they are one of the best. And that's the whole Fix thing. It. He literally, and he, he, it was really funny is that he said it like it was no big deal. He was like, what do you mean? It's so easy. You just put a uniform on, you pretend like you belong there and you're good. You take a tool. You just, you, all you need is some tools. And they don't care. I, I like the way he says it because he says they're so proud of themselves and they're basically yeah. He fat said they're so happy. fat, yeah, so fat and happy. Yeah, no, that was that was a great way. And he's to describe right. Look at all, look at 100%. look at all the moths and like all of the all of the admirals. They're all just sitting in their high towers, you know, trying to. That's why Vader's different because he doesn't fit in with them. He doesn't uh-huh. act like that. No, he's different. That's also he's... that's also why uh, Thrawn never fit in. Thrawn. He's never also cared not like about, that. Thrawn never liked to play politics. No. No, Thrawn was always out doing something or figuring something out. He but that's why never... all of the that's why all of the upper officers never liked him around. They wanted to continuously get him out. But then you see what happens when you stay fat and happy. Look at Krennic and Tarkin. Mm-hmm. The constant little bickering and you know, like, oh, you did well on this project. It's mine now, yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to take full credit for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, that doesn't work you for most of them. Upon my achievements. Oh, it's such a good scene. Literally just watched Rogue One not too long ago. So. I wonder if we'll see Krennic in the show. Um, oh, fuck. That'd be interesting. I don't see. I don't know why we would. It has nothing to do with the story. Or Galen. It has absolutely nothing to do with the story. Isn't that the Death Star in the opening credits, though? No. The big orb is not a, the Death Star? I thought it was it a goes, planet. It says Andor? It could be. I just, I just, I thought I'm it was speculating. Tatooine. Not going to lie. Not Kidding. everything is Tatooine. <laughs> but I was Tatooine. I saw sand. Sand Tatooine. It looked like the Dune planet. I went to Tatooine this weekend. What? Oh, uh, the beach. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> there was sand. It was everywhere. <laughs> um. So, uh, do Bix? You think Bix and him have uh, have a little, oh, uh, a little history there? Dude. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent, dude. They were totally banging at some point. Uh but Tim, man, Tim's a jealous motherfucker. Oh, Tim with two M's. Two oh, M's. Dude, Tim with two M's. I felt so represented and then, then so quickly not. Is that the guy you want to represent you? Not anymore. He had a cool Scottish accent and everything. And then he went tattletailing on Cassian and I hated him. Yeah, that was uh, 
That was, I didn't expect him to die so quick. I didn't either. I thought we'd get him for a couple episodes, but like, I mean, it was kind of on Bex. She was really hiding that when she didn't have to, but I think she wanted to keep Tim safe. She didn't want him to be in danger because she really loved him. Mm -hmm. When he came, okay, so, okay, so here's the whole thing. She comes over, right? After she's like, I have to go run some errands. And then she comes back and they, they do the deed and he's still upset. Mm-hmm. What? My dude. He should have just he should have just been chill. I can't believe we almost had a sex scene, Kevin, in Star Wars. Well, the sex was implied. Most definitely. <laughs> she took her jacket off and she sat on the side of the bed. And then she wakes up in that bed with no pants nope. on. No pants on. No pants on. So yeah, we got that. That's why I said it was a booty call too. It wasn't it even was. like no. She wanted to come over to make sure that he knew that she was good and they were good. Right. She was that booty calling thing, him. That wasn't a booty call. She it's loved a reverse him. booty call. She loved him. You see how distraught she was. I wouldn't say love. Oh, she definitely loved him. I don't know. I think you're just saying that because it's Tim with two M's. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how sad she was? She's handcuffed to a wall. She just looks so distraught. I mean, if, you know, my someone I was hooking up with got murdered right in front of me by uh, the authorities, I'd be pretty yeah, upset, but you too. you wouldn't say that about a booty call. She's like, oh, no. She was sad. I, I guess, Tim. I guess. I wouldn't say she loved him, though. I don't think that was Press where they peace, were. Tim. She was also pissed. He'll be missed. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. He really messed up. Because he, he way to blow your cover, just walk up to her and interject yourself into a conversation with two people whispering and be like, don't do it. What? How do you know what the hell we're talking about? So bad at, at being stealthy. Like the night before. All right. You were drunk. You made a mistake. You decided to do it because you were jealous. All right. We get it. But the next morning, dude, deny everything. Everything. <laughs> Just say you want to go on a vacation. Yeah, it's man. Disney World. Come on. You got a good thing going with the booty calls. Like, don't, don't, just don't get involved anymore. You did your thing. You were drunk. We get it. You made a mistake. Leave it alone. Walk away. If anything, it's going to get better because you got him out of the picture. <laughs> so what do you, so what do you think of Luthen? So like, that's my biggest, that's my biggest question mark right now. Like, I, I think. I think Cassian's adopted mom, uh, 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 Marin, Mava, Marin, Maven, Mulva, <laughs> her, Mrs. Dursley. Um, they don't Aunt have P character names yet on IMDb, or else I'd be pulling them right off of there. Aunt Petunia. Um, I think she. I think I don't think she's she's going to be a, a a critical role. I I think I think Bex is gonna is gonna continue to be like a big role up until a certain point. I think we'll e she'll either die or she'll get shipped off somewhere. Um, I think Mom will be in the flashbacks. I think we'll see more of, of Dad before he dies. I think we will see a flashback of Dad dying. Yeah. Um, well, apparently he get, well. So so Luthen knows so much about him too. So I'm really curious. He knows how his dad died. So we already got that set up. Dad gets hung out in the in the square for doing something. Uh, Luthen is. 157 percent working with mon mothma like oh most definitely no he's definitely in there that's but where I he's think getting he's his a info double, from. i think he's a double agent oh you think he's in with i think the he's Empire? an isb agent nah we get that in aftermath why wouldn't we get it again 
Come on. That's a, oh, that's so good. What if he, okay, so hear me out. He's got an imperial, that, that his, his ship feels very imperial. Feels like it, it has like the cockpit of, of a TIE fighter. He's very, he's like a rich guy. You know that, right? I know like, he's a, that's what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying. I think, I think he comes from the core plant. He comes from a core planet that's under imperial ruling. And he is either an upper, like a higher upper echelon person that has like government connections or he's an IS, he's someone in the ISB. I just think he's a black market person helping out the, the, damn. The rebellion. That's I my. I really want a double agent so badly. You could get one, but I don't think it's going to be him. Also, if there's going to be double agents, it's going to be them tricking the empire. Like that's the that's what framing I'm saying. Like, of the show. Like, right. He's for the he's for the resistance, but the empire thinks that he's working with the empire. Oh yeah, that's completely plausible. That's I saying. thought you were saying no, the other no, way no, around. No, 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 no. He's no. He he is he is with Mon Mothma, but. Mothma's like, she she knew him. And he's got like these government connections. I I think he's someone I think he's someone up there. I think he's of great importance. I could see him being an ISB agent that is working with the the rebels. I could see that. That I could see. Yeah, he's got like he definitely has some type of imperial tie. I just don't know what it is yet. Yeah, I could Dude, I could even see his it. like walking stick was like a lightsaber. Did you notice that? Yeah, when he, I want when one he, of those. That was so sick. Yeah, I want I want a, a retractable cane. Puts it in his coat. That looks awesome. He's, he's definitely really gonna, cool. He has these like slap charges. He's like, oh, I primed the doors. I'm like, what the fuck? Who are you? Yeah, no. Well, I, yeah, that would that that's would be here. That's why ISB I think he's theory. an ISB agent because like ISB agents are trained to do shit like that. They're essentially like they're CS they're uh, CIA agents. Would you take an over under bet that he's gonna kneecap someone with that? Uh, uh, came at some point during oh, the show. Oh, most definitely. He already blew people up. Why wouldn't he hit somebody across the knee with it? Totally blow the, a leg out. That car bomb was the best. Oh, I totally saw that coming. Oh, no, I saw it coming. Didn't make it any less. I, I was like, the crash is a distraction. I did not no, see the bomb on the car. I'm surprised they didn't see that coming. But at the same time, you have to remember that like, these are like, the, the especially the, 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 the heavy set Scottish guy. He's just, he's all muscle, no brains. He's oh like, yeah, he, he is like you're like he is like your full on like marine sergeant who's just like yes sir. He is sucking off that guy so hard too. Oh my, the, the guy gives the shittiest speech in the world. Well done, sir. Greatly done. It's just like oh shut up. How do you think the chief inspector is going to react? Because probably the next episode is when he gets back from oh, his imperial meeting. Yeah, and all those guys are beat up and bruised, and they're having funerals for all the dead soldiers. Because there's like the four or five happened? of them dead and it was two he's probably gonna say something along like the line see what happens like it was only two and now there's seven or something like that ridiculous i the entire that whole fight scene in the warehouse with like the big chain thing swinging around and whatnot that was so much fun yeah I it was love good that we can have really good action fight scenes in star wars without a lightsaber i want to watch it again because i was having trouble like correlating what they were shooting to you know how it was moving but it was well thought out because everything had a purpose you know they were all just shoot they that were all that happens for like for engines and stuff it was just like a big garage full of hoists yeah so they were just they were just shooting the the apparatus to just make them fly around at one point casting gets hit by a by a, a crank or like like a hook yeah he got he got bruised bropped across the face it was it was so much fun and again like there was no there was no use of the force there was no lightsaber 
it was just good. Which is no, fun. we're not going to see any of that in this show. Yeah, which is which great. is good. I'm I'm the the again my one. I don't want to say complaint because it's not a complaint because because with these things, especially when you're introducing all of this new stuff, my theory is this is you have to wait until the complete picture is out before you really start to judge what it is yeah because so many times people watch two episodes of a show and they go this isn't for me this is bullshit Mm -hmm. um what i do understand and what i have friends doing brings of power is like i'm not into this what i'm gonna do is wait till they're all out and then binge because i feel like i'll enjoy it more cool do that that's smart because you know and I feel the same way because this is what happened with Mandalorian. Remember, we were all like, I don't know about this show. Like, this is yeah. cool. But, uh, like, where are they going with this? Yeah. And that's how I'm feeling with Andor. It's like, where is this going? I know where it has to end. I just want to understand the journey. But I feel like we need a complete picture. And I'm not going to get that complete picture for another nine weeks, which is yeah. okay. I'm totally fine with that. So I'm withholding all judgment. So if you hear me say something that's, like, somewhat negative – it's not necessarily that I'm not enjoying it. It's that I'm still the jury's still out on that. I will say again, though, the pacing was was way off, and they should have just made it one episode. That I'll I'll stand by. Yeah, no, I agree with you 100. percent I mean, like it, overall, it was like it. I I the first two, it was slow. By the by, the end of the third, I was like, yeah, this is this is cool. I, I really, that's the price of world building, though, and people don't want to accept that. Like, no, they exactly. want to dive in and get their dicks wet immediately. It's like, no, you have to, you have to prime. There needs to be foreplay. Mm-hmm. I, I love this metaphor. I did not expect to do this going in, but <laughs> we're so going much with sex it. for this episode. Holy shit! Yeah, I mean, it's racy, it's hot, no pants. <laughs> uh, oh. Hey, red light district. You want to bag a droid? Uh, so. <laughs> Hey, That's my point, buddy. though. It had perfect. He's the if anyone, <laughs> if anyone should be involved in the darker side of sexual Star Wars, yep, he better show up uh, and just have it be Billy D. Williams with no with no context. Like, he's not playing. His why is he so either. old? It's just he's just it's just Billy D. Just hey, like, hey. Uh, so, but 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 that's it. Is is I think we really need to have patience. Not just with Andor, but with shows in general where they're starting off. And, you know, they're like, why are we world building in Star Wars? It's the same as that first High Republic book. You you are so overwhelmed was, with the newness not. of this thing that you know. It's just it's a lot to take in and it's a lot to accept. And I think that's what we're experiencing with Andor is it's just like everything's new except for a few minor things. Yeah. You know, and that's it. So um, I'm, I'm interested in his history, really. Uh I want to learn more about the planet. You know, essentially that's what it seemed to be. Like it was just a bunch of Lord of the, it was Lord of the Flies in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, it was just a bunch of kids just kind of just fending for themselves, which is really really interesting. And that one girl seemed to be the leader, the one who ended up dying. Yeah. Also, I don't understand blasters in Star Wars. Also, how I don't did, understand did, why she got shot in the sh- she got shot in the back on the shoulder. How did that kill her? Maybe it was less the shoulder and more in this area. Again, it's like I don't understand how lasers in Star Wars work. I'll say this. I don't know why the kids waited until she got shot to attack. Like the second that guy stood up and pointed, shouldn't they have been like. Because I was like, is anyone going to warn her? No, we're just going to. Oh, she's dead. <laughs> I, yeah. I, and, and also, so I want to know more about the ship, too. There's like, something to that. There's because something of the, about this ship, and then also the 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 Mava. 
Where the what were they doing there? Were they were There's, they the ones that attacked the ship? But they were also talking about the gas, like they didn't know what it was. So I'm still I think they're a scrappers. lot of questions. I think the parents are just scrappers. Like yeah, but go. were they already on the planet or were they following that ship? They seem to be either following it or got a notification that it crashed because dad was literally with. Oh, with do you B. think they put like an SOS out and they were just something uh, because dad was literally like the Republic asking B like, where are they now? They're in orbit. Where are they now? They're closing in like we have nine minutes. It's a 12 minute walk like they were they were tracking more of those heists. I, I mean, that's the show, in my opinion. Yes. No, I'm excited about that. Like, that's the show. Like, it's Mission yeah. Impossible in Star Wars. That's the yeah. show. Is sneaking around and, and doing exactly what Cassian said in the scene that we like. You know, like they, they're so full of themselves. All you got to do is walk in with a uniform and uh, what do you say? A couple. Uh, yeah, just like some tools and act like you belong there. Yep, that's it. I love, I love that. I love that. It's so cool. Uh -huh. um, so I think they're setting up for really, really good stuff. I think the, um, the pushback that a lot of people are going to have is, is the pacing. I think that's going to be the biggest complaint is the pacing yeah. you know uh, at this point i can pinpoint in all of these shows that we're watching what people are going to push back on rings of power everyone's upset that the timeline is condensed and i'm like cool you want to show that spans four thousand years that is entire seasons of galadriel telling riddles in a forest because that sounds boring as hell um <laughs> and then you know with, with house of the dragon they're like oh the characters aren't acting the same way i'm like oh my god martin's an executive producer of the show making these decisions stop <laughs> so with andor it's like just wait it out you all did this with mandalorian the first season of mandalorian the first few episodes everybody was all up in arms like i don't know about this i don't know and then it's that was one of those popular tv shows period end of sentence because well, it wasn't good like everybody wasn't happy with the show until the season finale like, exactly by, by because the, the full finale, picture right exactly they got the entire show and you could watch the entire thing all over again you're like oh i understand now i get it, it makes sense Paul's asking if we could if we'll see Saw Gerrera in this. He was in the trailer, wasn't he? I don't remember. I think he's in one of the trailers for this. I mean, it, it would make sense. Yeah. Why would? If you're he? gonna do if you're gonna do shady shit for the rebellion, that's your guy. Guys, <laughs> deceptions. Blow it all up. Borgullet. Does that mean we'll see Borgullet again? Oh God, that's so fucking creepy. I love that thing. <laughs> Uh, you, you're like Robear now with the. <laughs> One day I will I will I will do voice acting for for something. It'll happen. Uh, uh, Paul has a technical answer for your blaster bolts in chat. He said oh, because God, blaster bolts go. are technically he's the producer. He's looking up the answers. I appreciate it because blaster bolts are technically plasma that's been contained with magnetic and electric fields. The heat expansion in the body due to the expansion of gases and the electroshock of the system kills your nervous system and synapses while also melting through you with plasma. Yeah, how the hell are you going to have a magnetic containment field that's going to move at the speed of light? Are you so questioning? I'm just, I'm just asking. A universe with space wizards. Or su a sub-speed of light. It's right under the speed of light. It's moving at almost the speed of light. Space wizards, Tim. <laughs> it's a laser space beam. Wizards. It's a laser beam. So Paul said, Tim, it's not the speed of light. It's plasma, not light. <laughs> this is getting good. The laser bolt. <laughs> I'm like the voice of, of producer Paul. <sighs> Sauron beat me to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, okay. 
he got in the ship with Luthen. He was also like taken aback by how cool the ship was. Did you notice he stopped running for a second and be like, "Oh, this is this is a nice ship you have here." And I'm like, "Get in the damn ship!" <laughs> At the end, no, that's what I'm saying. It's very like it's really nice. It has a very like like um, like Tie Fighter kind of feel to it. It looks like a Tie Interceptor. Um, that like in the way that like, it lifts up and the wings come down and whatnot, like. Yeah, it just like had like this stealth cruiser kind of look to it. It looks like something out of uh, like Star Citizen. One question I have for you with Luthen. He seemed to know because when he went to Bix, he yeah. said to Bix, you know, they're not after him yet. They don't know who it is. They just yeah, know it's know- someone from Canari. Yeah. Then when he got to the warehouse, he knew they were on, on his trail. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, do you have the comm on you? Or what do you have on you? And he's like, yeah, because he, he had a he had like a radio because he had the exact same tool that they were using to get his frequency to find him. So uh, again, so that might be your ISB clue that he's got the tools to. That's what I'm saying, track. dude. He's got so he, his tool set, his knowledge, his skills just continuously point to him being of of a of special training. He has a military background. Um, he did something for the he did something for the Republic. He was he was definitely working with the Republic, it's, you know, in in doing spec ops. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think when when the Empire takes over, he he works for the ISB and he works his way up through the ranks. And now he sits at the top or near the top, you know, not not too high where it's suspicious, but just high enough to where he has the clearance. Right. right. So that's where I think he's at, and I think, and I think when he worked for the, so this is this is my idea of Luthen and, and how, how I and picture him, and in, and in, in hopefully I'm right. I think he worked for the for the Republic, and he believed in the mission. I think he believed in in the Republic. He loved everything about it, and he took mm-hmm. pride. And then, and then old old Palpy comes through, and and he sees all the bad that the Empire is doing, or he believes maybe he believes in the in the mission in the beginning of w- with the Empire. And just like everybody else, they start to recognize that, oh, this, this motherfucker's corrupted. Um, this isn't looking good for us. Uh, we need to do something. You know, i.e. The, the, the deleted scene from episode three, right? You know, the, yep. the spark of the rebellion. You know, that's yep. kind of that turning point. And I think Luthen has that, that moment as well of like, aha, I need to do something. Well, I mean, we see, we see, because we met Loken, so we saw the early, early rebellion a few years back. At this point, it seems that it's still in formation. Well, the, so, so the path, remember this, they, yes. are, they, they were working on the path, so potentially he found the path. And the way they locked that city down and had the, the ability to notify everyone in the city pretty quickly what was oh, happening. I love, I love that. That's that has rebel written all over it to me. Like almost they, definitely, they have a system in place. When I loved when she said, um, "It's a reckoning." He's like, "What is that?" She's like, "It's a reckoning." And I was like, oh, he was he was terrified. She's like, "You should be worried when the sound stops." And, and I was like, like, "What happens when it stops?" And she doesn't answer him. It was so she good. just rocking in her chair, hanging out with the droid. Um, I felt bad for the droid because he almost he had the stutter like D two from Episode Nine. And usually that happens when droids are abused. No, so. he's not that he's abused. He's it's his power supply. He doesn't have he doesn't have a, <laughs> he needed a, a, the extra power to lie was one of my favorite. Yeah, parts. it's because his bat his batteries are bad. He has a he has a, a bad power supply, and that's why he just like died in the middle of all of that because he just he can't he can't do it. Poor little guy. I love him. I know. I love that his name is B two emo. I hope he's he's back uh, uh, in future episodes. If he's I not, if he's not a part of the entirety of the show, I'm gonna be very upset because I really I mean, really like him. Judging by Star Wars themes, 
every show gets its own droids. Everyone. Yeah. Right? Yes. Everybody so, gets a droid. This the, well, every show gets its own droid, not everybody. So that's what this should like, everybody be gets their own droid. droid. Kevin, you get a droid, I get a droid. What would be your perfect droid? Um, god damn. Hmm. I mean, like, Chopper's really cool. I like Paul just said it, K2. Like, K2, K2's too. I don't know, man. He's kind of like his he. I feel like he's the kind of guy that could turn on you. Like, if you just piss him off a little too much, he might just turn on you. No, it's a it's a hacked, like, K2, the way K2 is hacked. That, that's what I'm saying, though. But, I mean, like, he's got his own thing going on. I just like how honest he is with everyone. <laughs> I, I just, I feel like if you pissed him off, he'd rip your arm off. It's, it's a Wookiee would do that, too. I, 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 that's why I would not have a Wookiee as a friend. You wouldn't have a Wookiee. Oh, no. Tim, that's speciest of you. Oh, geez. Here we go. Why would you want a Wookiee? They're amazing. They could rip your arms off. Not if they owe you a life debt. Yeah, but then you have to. Okay, so that's the whole thing, though, is you have to find a Wookiee that's in danger so you can get a life debt out of them. Just go to Kashyyyk. They're always in trouble. Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, so, all right. So, first three episodes and or done. Overall, what do you rate it so far? Again, Jerry's out for me. I got to see the full picture. I hated the, I didn't hate the pacing, but I didn't like the pacing. I wish it was just one long story for episode one. Um, you know, I did like the seeing the darker side of Star Wars. Uh, I can't decide if they're doing that on purpose or if it organically fits into the story yet. So I'm a little cloudy there. Um, but I do like where we're headed but I need, as a, as a lore buff, I need more context to a lot of what's going on because I don't know about these worlds. I don't know about this corporation. I don't know, you know, all of this stuff. But I have nine episodes to get those answers. And if at the end of that I'm still confused, I will bring that up again in, in the in the finale discussion. So um, I'm like, right now I'm like a six or seven out of ten and waiting to see what happens. Yeah, that's fair. Um I still, there's definitely a lot of questions that I, that I, that I have. Uh, like, are we going to come back to Ferrix? You know, is, is Bex going to be, you know, a part of the story or is this going to be more of just like Cassian and Luthen off on adventures? Um, I, I do think the corporation is going to be the, I think they're going to be the antagonist for, for this season um, because they are an extension of the empire. So in of themselves, they like, you are kind of like fighting the bad guy, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I yeah. So like, I, I for me, I think I'm right there with you. I think I'm like a, like seven out of ten right now. Like I really, I really like it. If I was to, if I was to give like each, my favorite was three. There's the third episode. Yeah. So I think naturally. that one for me was probably like <laughs> like nine out of ten. I really really liked that that episode. That was probably my favorite out of the three. The first two they're slow. You know the if I, if that was just one one episode that was just a little bit longer. I think I would have really really liked that. Um, but like overall, I really like the direction we're going. I like the, I really enjoy the lens and just the overall vibe of the show. It's dark. I really like dark star Wars. It just, it fits. And I think it's just because like I've grown up so much around like the happy go lucky, like star Wars, like good versus evil. But now this kind of like really like this blends the lines. It, it muddles it all up. Right. Cause I mean like Cassian's kind of just, he's just like chaotic neutral. He's kind of just like in it for himself. He's a, he's an anti-hero. Kind of like right now, he's kind of just like, I'm doing my thing. Like, I'm not bad. I'm not good. I'm just like, 
I've done I'm assassinating things. one guy and I'm helping my ex-girlfriend. Like, I mean, like he's I've done terrible things in the name of the rebellion. Yeah, but he did, five he did minutes terrible of things one. in the in the in the name of finding his sister. I mean, like he freaking shot a guy point blank. I have a feeling that he's going to be doing this for the money at first, and then something's going to happen with his sister that involves the Empire, and that's going to be his turning point. That'll be his turning point? Interesting. Yep. Where he's like, all in, screw the Empire, I'm bringing them down, you know, I'll him, do whatever you, it You takes. think something like really, really bad happens to her? I mean, within the confines of Star Wars, not like Westeros bad, but um, sure something bad <laughs> okay so not like a it's not like a red wedding kind of thing yeah you didn't watch the new episode yet did you i have oh no i haven't seen the new ah episode. you get another wedding tim so enjoy oh, <laughs> good old-fashioned westerosi wedding oh man people <laughs> die don't they not saying a word but it's a good old-fashioned oh, westerosi oh. wedding <laughs> oh boy not a pregnant woman this time is there uh, uh, it's a good old-fashioned Westerosi <laughs> wedding. Oh, I am giving no. you zero context. I just want you to go in knowing there's a wedding oh, in Westeros. You again? Um, I mean, that's, <laughs> that's Westeros. Uh, but yeah, so, I, again, I don't, I think something will happen with her that's going to trigger his, his want to do more with the Rebellion. Yeah. Because by the time we meet him, he's all in on anti-Empire, like, in Rogue One, like, I will do he's at the point where he's like, I will do anything to bring down the Empire at this point. Um, so we'll see. I, I, we pro, we might see some of these because we know we're going to see Sagarera. We might see some of these other characters being introduced that we know from Rogue One simply because it's going to build up to the plans for the Death Star at some point, especially in season two. Yeah, it's going to build up. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if if he knew who Galen Erso was prior to him meeting his daughter Ooh, i don't not I don't maybe know. not met him but known of him and what why, his responsibility was because what he did to build the death star he did okay have you read catalyst no i haven't read catalyst okay, i know so he didn't need, build it but i know no, he, and need, i know you need to know galen's backstory that, that's all I'm going to say for that because like I know like, he was doing it as a fusion like power source not because they had each person building a different part not telling them what it was for I know that part yeah so like I don't I don't think that I don't think the whole thing of Galen I don't think that that's going to happen until um like the like when when he gets taken from his backwater planet and then moved off I think that's when people start learning of him because again he says he says i had to make myself indispensable i had to lie i had to live the lie so he starts telling everybody how important he is and so and so that's how the that's how the rebellion gets word of him because he made himself seem like he was so indispensable he was he was the most important person on on that project so like i think that's when they start hearing about galen i don't think there's going to be any type of, there's going to be no connection to galen or like anything from rogue one um in that part, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be Cassian's own story, and it's gonna give us more insight into the spark of the rebellion. Into like, uh, like you know, hot mommy Mothma is gonna show up at some point real soon. You know, she's she's gonna be there, and so like she's gonna be the you know the one to like you know really set the tone for all of that, and like start bringing the council together, right? Because there's there's individual people that are part of the council that make up the rebellion. So for us to see um, uh, Senator Organa again to get bail. 
most definitely we will 100% probably see a de-aged Bail Organa. Um, well, no, I guess it would be it would be the normal Bail that we saw during during Obi Wan. So like he would just be a couple years older. So we'll get we'll get the normal like the Bail that we just saw in in Obi Wan. Um, you know that makes perfect sense. You know I went back and watched Rogue One a couple days ago, and he show and he there's he's in there for just a just a quick moment. He steps up to the council table, and um and Jin sees him, and that's what kind of like sets her on her path. But you know they've kind of like already set that up. Um, so I, if anything though, they'll probably just give more backstory to a lot of that. At least that's that's how I see it. Yeah, I can see it that way too. I don't think you're far off. Well. <clears throat> We have another week to wait to see more of uh, Cassian Andor and his adventures. Uh, nine weeks in, in total, to be honest. Uh, nine more weeks. There's no breaks at all? Week. For Cassian, it's 12 episodes. So we got nine weeks of, uh, of Cassian. And then... Um, what do we go into right after that? Bad Batch is in January. Then Bad that means Bad Batch in... Mandalorian are no, they don't overlap. They're like right on top of each other, but they don't right. Uh, I thought Batch. Mandalorian is February twenty third. It is January fourth is Bad Batch. And how many episodes of Bad Batch are we getting? Hmm. Oh, we also have Tales of the Jedi. I forgot about that. Yeah, that comes out before Bad Batch, right? Doesn't it that come does. out in December? Tales of the Jedi is. Hold on. Oh my god, we're gonna have so much Star Wars for the next like five months. So Tales of the Jedi is October twenty-sixth, which means it will Holy be crap. released at the same time as Andor. Um and then Mandalorian is supposed to be February season three. Paul says Mando's internal sources say they're running behind on post uh production. Oh man, <laughs> they're gonna push it back. Watch, we're not we'll going to get. We're, watch, we're not I mean, going to get Mando this. until like April. No, they did this with Andor. Remember, it was supposed to come out last month. Oh, that's true. It's not. It's not like I figured that post production was a is like thing. a month. I thought they didn't want to compete against the release of. Uh, I of think House that was of Dragons the, and and. Uh, I think the Rings excuse was post production. Yeah, that's bullshit. So, what else is coming out in the beginning of next year that could have forced their hand? Is there Bad oh, Batch. Mar oh, Marvel? Is there any Marvel shows or movies, or I would say shows that are coming out? Uh, That's the only things. reason why I would but think that they would they would move Star Wars around is for Marvel, because they have uh, to keep to a certain cadence for the movies. Werewolf is in two weeks. Wakanda's in November. Guardians have holiday special. What if is early twenty twenty three? There it is. Uh, Ant Man and Wasp: Quantumania is February seventeenth. There it is. Secret Invasion is is Q one. Secret Echoes Q3. Oh my god. <laughs> Guardians so is Q2. Loki is Q3. Yeah, so Marvels so bet, is Q3. So I bet X-Men is Q3. I bet you they move Mando because of Ant-Man and Wasp because that's going to be a show, right? It's a movie. It's a movie. Oh, then it's then is what is would No, they would just release What If on one day and then they would do Andor on another. Interesting. What if would probably be on top of Bad Batch because again, yeah, they're just no animated one's... shorts and like it's not like it's not like a big thing. I mean, it's big, but I mean, it's not like it's a fun watch. It's not like critical to your world building experience. 
We'll see. Well, the cool other cool thing is we're going to give you opportunity to talk more about this in depth. So uh, when the episode releases, uh, I will be live every week for Star Wars and Scotch game night. Uh, we're going to be doing SWOTOR. I believe Ben is joining me tonight. Uh, uh, we'll be live on Facebook and YouTube on the Star Wars and Scotch channels. Right, uh, Paul? Just making sure before I open my flap that that's where we'll be. Yep, on the Star yes. Wars and Scotch channels. So um, we will be... Um, chit-chatting uh, about Andor episode and talking more in depth. I will mark, we'll mark it with spoilers so uh, folks know if they didn't watch it yet, but we can talk. But yeah, I'll be playing uh, uh, Tour Missy. Ben will bring Darth Chungus out tonight. Oh my uh, and I'll grab one of my 17 characters that I have and, and uh, join J Darth Chungus on his adventure. Uh, but uh, we got that going on. We got Rings of Power D&D &D on Tuesdays. We left off last night with 12 wargs on a ridge. After Tim and I and the group, well, actually, I'm the only one who hasn't got a kill yet. I'm just getting the shit kicked out you of me while everyone else gets kicked out. You bear guy. I did knock down the behemoth, though. I was pretty proud of that. <laughs> um, so I believe uh, we're trying to be back next Tuesday. Robert was unsure of his schedule, but if not, there's at least four more episodes, if not. Uh, at least three more episodes, if not four, to come of that on Tuesday evenings. And then on Thursdays, we'll be doing Rings of Power watch parties. Uh, Thursday mornings to... Um, uh, go over the episode and take a gander before the new one drops. And then, as usual, every day, Tim is live Monday through Friday, 9 a.m.-ish Eastern fb.gg slash darkness429 and darkness429. Everywhere else on the internet, you can follow us. We're Star Wars and Scotch everywhere on the internet. Um, and uh, you could uh, tag me if you want in your Twitter. I don't really read Twitter anymore, <laughs> but it's Kevin X Vision, KMagic101 on Instagram. Uh, and everything I do is at Rare Drop, so go to raredrop.co and uh, check that out. We will see you in one week to talk about Andor, but I will see some of you tonight to talk about Andor for Star Wars and Scotch Game Night. And as usual, may the Force be with you. No, you. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre-finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin-Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on Menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save